Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and happy holidays. Um, welcome to the post-production podcast. My name is Rachel. And my name is Kiri. And you are listening to a very holly jolly podcast. We are two women working in the world of AV production um, and updating you on what that looks like as we go along through life. We do a bunch of other stuff here on the podcast too. Kiri, what do we do here? Well, we uh, we talk about <laughs> stuff and things. Mm-hmm. Stuff and things. We talk about movies and music and other, other productions that are done by, um, I guess, professionals. But sometimes you watch some movie and you think I could probably do that better. <laughs> But that's a good that's a good confidence boost sometimes. Anyway, yep. we are those two snobs who sit around on the internet and have just enough knowledge to be dangerous in our critiques. Yeah, it's just enough knowledge to hate everything we watch. So true. <laughs> it's the curse. But all that to say, we're glad you're here. Um, we're glad you're joining us. Whether you're also in the world of production, whether you're just interested in the world of production, or whether you just think we're funny and are here to laugh along with us through our crazy stories and our chaotic production updates. Yes, we love it. And this is, it is, it is festive time. So this is our very special festive episode. Our Christmas Holly episode. Holly Jolly Polly podcast. Indeed. If you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas. We're glad you're here. We're going to be focusing primarily on Christmas, but... A, ha- a very happy holiday to you if you are celebrating a different holiday this season as well. Yes. So let's just real quick. I saw that you purchased many gnomes for Christmas. Yes. To decorate your home. How 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 many gnomes do you have? A gnome home. A gnome yes. home. Yes. <laughs> okay. So some background on this story. For your consideration, I I think gnomes are super cute. Like the little stuffed ones that are basically just a hat and a nose. Um, that are like all over the stores right now. I think those are really precious. Um, yeah, gnomes are in this year. And it all kind of started in the spring, actually. My mom bought me this $8 painting from Aldi, and it is huge. And you may say to yourself, Rachel, Aldi is not a place to buy artwork, to which I say, this is my rebuttal. <laughs> this this was an Aldi painting, and it is, it's huge, Kiri. Like, I cannot emphasize to you. It's like half the size of my body, and I'm 5'6". I didn't even know all these sold paintings. Right? Um, it was in like, they, they have that little like bargain home decor aisle. It was there apparently. I'm a Walmart girl, so. And this this painting has a gnome in a yellow hat. And I don't even remember what it says. It just says like happy spring or something like that. And it's like a little spring gnome and a bunch of flowers and all this stuff. And my mom thought it was hilarious. And it kind of reminded her of me because it was like a little wacky. And so <laughs> just like she, you, she got it for me and we put it in our apartment. And so like eventually as we like got into the Christmas season and like stores started stocking up on the gnome stuff, we just started like collecting gnomes. Like at first it was like, oh, like a little gnome pillow like that was on sale. And then it was like, oh, like someone like got us a set of like five little stuffed gnomes to go around the house. And like I had some little clay gnomes that I had hidden in my plant pots a while back as well because I thought they were funny and all this stuff. And it's, it just started like gradually building up. I don't, I don't know how else to explain it. Like it's like we, we just have all of these gnomes, like little gnome ornaments and like a gnome hand towel and all this stuff. I think it's good to have a consistent theme with your decorations. Yeah, it really you've, is. You've gone the gnome direction. And I and I will say, like, the, the hand towel is very cute. It says, 
hanging with my gnomies and it's three <laughs> little gnomes hanging out. Um, I think they're very cute. But all that to say on my Instagram story on Black Friday of this year, like we went shopping and I saw a bunch of gnome stuff. And so I posted a little count of like how many gnomes I saw that day. And between like the few stores I went to on Black Friday and the just abominable number of gnomes in my house. Abominable gnome man. I saw like 40 gnomes on Black Friday. (laughs) (laughs) You went went on a gnome hunt. Yeah. And I would say like probably a good 20 of those were like, you know, out in the wild outside of my apartment. But if you do the math, that still means there are, are a lot of gnomes in my apartment. I posted a B-reel the other day and it was just like me sitting on my couch. But in the photo, I was wearing a gnome shirt and in the background, you could see like three gnomes. And then the way B-reel works, it's like a, a selfie camera picture and a front camera picture. And the front camera picture had like five gnomes in it because it was like all the little gnome ornaments and a gnome pillow and like gnomes sitting on the mantle and all this stuff. It just, guys, there are just so many gnomes in my apartment. But I think they're very cute. They're very festive. Um, And it's just kind of like a funny conversation starter when people come to visit and they see like just all because it's not like super noticeable at first. Like you walk in and you see a lot of Christmas decorations. But then as your eyes slowly start to take in all the Christmas decorations, it's a lot of gnomes in every (laughs) shape and size. I collect little Christmas trees. Oh, I haven't. I haven't gotten very many, but I have uh, five around my TV right now. I have like the little triangles. Kind of like this one. Uh, Yeah, I I haven't gotten that one yet. That one reminds me way too much of like a pipe cleaner. This one makes me think of a scrub brush. Yeah, I have like one of those little little bristle brush trees from um, like World Market sitting on my nightstand. It's very cute. I like it a lot. It's just a little touch of festive, but it's just minimalist enough to kind of match my aesthetic. Yeah, I have a small, like, regular Christmas tree with the the plastic, and then I have, like, uh, one that's, like, wrapped, like, twine or something like that, and I have two that are flannel, and then there's one that's just, like, there's, I, I totally forgot the word, but it's, like, sculpted. And it's like green. I I did search um, gnome on the Magnolia website and there are no results. That doesn't surprise me. They don't do gnomes. Gnomes are sacrilegious to them. They have they have a lot of those uh, pipe cleaner trees, though. I, I should probably get myself a pipe cleaner tree, but not for Magnolia. Those. Are, let's see. Ah, Yes. Uh, spool mini trees set of three for eleven dollars <laughs> on sale from twenty eight dollars. So there's that. Anyway. I, I probably should have, I should just like get myself like three new little trees every year. And then by the time I'm like 30, I will have a forest. <laughs> you really will. Do you have a Christmas tree? We do. So again, like I live in kind of like a little shoebox type apartment. Yeah, me too. And so like we couldn't fit like a full width Christmas tree, but we got a really tall and skinny one. You know what I mean? I like this. Like, it's almost the same width at the bottom as it is at the top. I actually think it's Oh, really so truly cute. a pipe cleaner. Yeah, it really looks... <laughs> but it really... I will say, so it's like... It's a fake tree, obviously. And it like it looks really nice. Like, it fluffed out really well, and it lights up hmm. really well. And then, like, we, we, we put, like, a truly just horrendous assortment of ornaments on it. So Gnomes? it looks really, like cute and populated and eclectic it's a very homey aesthetic which means like we put up the christmas tree um 
I immediately celebrated its existence by taking a nap in front of it. Oh, nice. Which is how I, which is how I christen every Christmas tree at this point. Like, <laughs> because Christmas tree couch naps just hit different. Mm, yeah, they do. Man, I, sh- I, I've thought about getting like a small Christmas. Do you tree not have I'm, one? That's not in the budget. Oh, so fair. I don't. Mm. Yeah, I have. I have my collection of little trees right now. We need to make you a GoFundMe for a real Christmas tree. <laughs> Like uh, not a real Christmas tree, not a real one, but like a full sized Christmas tree with ornaments to light up your life. My family had a real Christmas tree one year, and the dog that sounds devastating on it. Yeah, Yeah. pretty much. (laughs) And it shed everywhere. The the tree. Yeah, my boss has just a gorgeous Christmas tree in her house, and um, I guess last year before I started working for her, um, one of the other people that works in my department who is super sweet. She has this just massive Great Dane named Rufus. And Rufus is the sweetest dog of all time. So Rufus and I are besties. But I just heard an excellent story the other day about how Rufus became acquainted with my boss's Christmas tree at a get-together last year. And um, he marked his territory upon the Christmas tree. Yep, yep. Which, um, you know, devastating for the tree, but I'm sure delightful for Rufus. yeah. I was like, oh yes, finally, a way I can mark my territory in the house. <laughs> how how did we start a production podcast two years ago and end up sitting here talking about dogs peeing on trees? <laughs> Everything leads back to the trees. Who let the dogs out? Indeed. <laughs> yeah, when when my family moved into the house where they live now, the owners left their indoor tree for us. It's just a regular ficus tree, and so now. Every year we just put what we put lights and ribbons and ornaments on that tree <laughs> and that's our Christmas tree. Oh my gosh. And it works. It's it's definitely unique. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of unique, you know it's not unique. Hallmark movies. Every single Hallmark Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs> so true. There is nothing I love to make fun of during Christmas time like Hallmark movies. Me and my like sort of friend group here, we uh we had a bad Hallmark movie night last week. That sounds fun. And it was delightful. Like we we went on to like the little Hallmark streaming service and They have a streaming service? Of course they yeah, do. Yeah, I'm not quite sure how it works, but basically we like went on the streaming service and we selected like the most cheesy looking Hallmark movies that we could watch. And then we suffered for three hours. Three hours? Yeah, because we watched two of them. Oh, okay. I was like, I, I don't know if I could make it through a Hallmark movie by myself. No, we we like, well, I could not make it through 10 minutes of a Hallmark movie by myself. But because we had like a group of people there to make fun oh, of yeah. it with me, it was a little more bearable. Yeah. Yeah, bad movies are the best when you're with people. <laughs> yeah, I truly never realized because I always knew like the storyline of a Hallmark movie was kind of bad, but like I never realized how bad like the camera work <laughs> and the editing is as well because I don't watch Hallmark movies basically ever anymore. So I haven't watched one with a trained eye. And so watching these back now that I have like a significant amount of production experience, I was just like, oh my gosh, like the color grading is terrible. The composition of the shots is terrible. The VFX are terrible. Like it's just, and then like I, one of my friends was like Googling while we were watching them. And he said that from like pitch to post-production, 
the full production of a Hallmark movie is three months. I was going to say, it sounds like it, it, it seems like they're turned out pretty quickly. Yeah, they do it fast. Yeah. Like they, they pitch the script, they finalize the script. I guess it's an easy way to make some quick money. They film, they edit, and it's done in three months on average. Wow. To work for Hallmark. It would be horrifying. Oh right? <laughs> I could not. They're in there with like camcorders and iMovie <laughs> and they're like this is gonna be so merry and bright wow yeah, if you listen back to our editing episode we both have a, a personal vendetta against iMovie for real first of all the, the only time I remember watching a Hallmark movie myself was, was by accident one time like when I was a kid I guess our church did some kind of like community service thing where like we go and help church people and and church friends in in need and there was this one lady who had just had surgery and so she couldn't like do a whole lot of like like bending over getting on the floor that kind of stuff so my mom and I went and cleaned her house Mm -hmm. and while we were there she just had a Hallmark movie playing Mm -hmm. and it was I was like oh this is truly terrible something (laughs) I just remember thinking it was really cheesy i was probably like 11 or 12 but i was like oh wow this is this is dramatic but not Mm -hmm. (laughs) but yes it's always the same formula where some woman gets a new job or new just like her life changes and she finds herself in a small town and then she falls in love and discovers the true meaning of christmas you know Mm -hmm. yeah so so to test the predictability of hallmark movie um synopsis is Rachel and I have have prepared a little game. I'm so excited. We have both created fake Hallmark movie descriptions. We, we've also collected some real ones. Did you grab some real ones? Yes. Okay. Including the ones I watched last week. So I'm very familiar. Okay. So hopefully, hopefully the real ones I found aren't the ones that you watched. So we're going to play a little game of real or fake Christmas edition, I guess. So we're going to read these descriptions and we'll see if we can guess which ones are real and which ones are fake. Who wants to go first? Okay, I'll go first. Okay. Okay. Um, this movie is called Never Kiss a Man in a Christmas Sweater. <laughs> and the synopsis is, a woman must find a way to reverse the Christmas curse set upon her after cheating on her fiance with a man in an ugly Christmas sweater. <laughs> okay. So she gets cursed for cheating on a man in an ugly Christmas sweater, or for cheating on her boyfriend with a man in an ugly Christmas sweater. Yes. Okay. And of course, to make it even better, she is the CEO of a marketing agency. Of course. Of course. Was was there a gnome on the Christmas sweater? No, I think it was like bows and gingerbread men. Okay. Real or fake? Uh, it sounds it sounds a little too interesting to be real, so I'm gonna say fake. You would be correct. Okay. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. There is a Hallmark movie named Never Kiss a Man in a Christmas Sweater. Oh, boy. But I wrote a fake synopsis for the real title. Okay. So that just tells you how bad the real title is. Like, who wrote that sentence and said, yeah, that's title material. Like, thank God these aren't feature films, y'all. So here is one of my descriptions. I'm so ready. This film is called... Christmas under wraps. Oh, gosh. When an aspiring surgeon is turned down for a fellowship, she takes a temporary position working as a GP in a small Alaskan town in an effort to boost her resume. What's the Christmas part? I I don't know. I guess it's Christmas. When an aspiring surgeon is turned down for a fellowship- I'm going to say it's real. It is real. (laughs) Yikes. Just because, like, 
the synopsis sounds devoid of creativity just enough to be Hallmark. Okay. Um, I've got one for you. Um, This one is called Boyfriends of Christmas Past. Leading up to Christmas, Lauren is visited by the ghosts of three ex-boyfriends. She must learn to open her heart or risk losing her best friend, Nate. I'd watch that. That sounds interesting. Um, I'm going to, I really, I hope that's real. Is it real? It is real. And I okay. did watch it. Yes. How was it? I will say out of all the Hallmark movies I like watched or watched trailers for, this one was probably the best one. Okay. Like you, <laughs> I will say Lauren is annoying as all get out, but like the boyfriends are all pretty funny and endearing. So I will say, like, it was kind of a cute movie. Like, th- this was one of the ones where, like, the the composition on the shots is almost unbearably bad. <laughs> but, like, the the storyline and the acting is not terrible. Was there a bunch of haze when the ghost showed up? No, it was, like, terribly rendered fake snowflake swirling. Oh, okay. Like, it was kind of an attempt at a mask between shots, but it did not work. Like 90s Christmas movie effects. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. All right. If you have a spare hour and 15 minutes, that one is (laughs) not a horrible example of what Hallmark is shooting for. All right. Uh, Here's one. This one is called A Christmas Star. Oh, Lord. When rising pop star Jenny Lamont gets dropped by her label, she returns to her small hometown to find new purpose. She gets small gigs at her favorite coffee shop where she meets a new attractive barista. With the help of her new friend, she finds joy in the little things of life. I'm going to say fake. Yeah, it's fake. <laughs> yeah, the, the synopsis is too long. That like could be a Hallmark movie, though. Congrats on that synopsis. Yeah. Yeah. See how easy these are to, to just write out? Yeah. We're so good at this. All right. This one is called Christmas CEO. Oh. A profit-hungry toy maker attempts to merge her company with a mega toy company, but is faltered by her ex-partner's refusal to sign the merger agreement. <laughs> I think while I was looking up real synopsises, I I think I saw something very similar to this. I'm going to say that's real. It is real. Okay. Did you watch this one? No, I did not. Okay. I just thought it was so funny in concept that I had to put it on the list. All right. Here's one. Candy King Caper. Oh, Lord. A young, successful candy maker tries to make business in her hometown and discovers true love and the meaning of Christmas. (laughs) real fake dang it it's vague enough i should have known by the title the title is like too obnoxious (laughs) all right um this one is called loan me some cheer a miserly bank manager refuses to give his employees time off for christmas until an optimistic single mother and her cheery children fill his life with christmas spirit i'm gonna say that's fake dang it yeah you're right okay the the title was too clever <laughs> so fair. <laughs> this one was inspired. I will shout this out. One of my really good friends, Jimmy, who watched the Hallmark movies with me last week, he works in like the banking industry. And uh, we were all joking beforehand, like, oh, like what snacks are we going to bring for Hallmark movie night? And uh, he said, I'll just bring the, the thing closest to me. Prepare yourselves for some loan pamphlets for dinner. <laughs> And I thought it was so funny. Um, And so like when I was trying to write like a bank based synopsis, I was like, I need to work the word loan in here just just to honor Jimmy and the loan pamphlets. Annie Claus is coming to town. No, 
Santa's daughter takes her first trip away from the North Pole during Christmas season, hoping to find adventure and love in sunny California. She lands a job at Wonderland Toys, where the owner, Ted, is struggling to stay in business selling old-fashioned toys in the digital world. Annie soon realizes that she wants Ted's business to thrive because she has feelings for this Christmas traditionalist. Fake. <laughs> no, it's real. No, really? <laughs> yeah. And that was, I, I, I cut down a, a few sentences of that description. That's a long synopsis. It looks like that's just the setup. Wow. <laughs> so they had to like put so many words in there. Good night. Uh, Annie Claus is coming to town. That's horrifying. <laughs> All right, here's my last one. This one is called USS Christmas. Nice. Maddie, a reporter for a Norfolk newspaper, embarks on a cruise during Christmas time where she meets a handsome naval officer and stumbles upon a mystery in the ship's archive room. Ooh, that almost sounds interesting. I'm going to say it's fake. It's real. Ah, okay. Here's the worst part. I watched this one. This one was truly terrible. Okay. Do not recommend. I lost IQ points watching it. All right. I'm sorry to the people that worked on that film. But the acting was horrible. So so what was the mystery? So the mystery, it was so stupid. It was like they found like sort of like a couple's love story in the archive room. It was like some officer that had worked on the boat before had been in love with one of the dancers that came on to entertain them for Christmas. But then they lost touch and couldn't find each other. And like the last record of the military officer was that he like was in a plane crash or like had been taken prisoner in Vietnam or something like that. It was really dramatic. So they were like trying to figure out if the couple like ever found each other again or like if the guy ended up dying or whatever. But there were like no records and it was this whole dramatic thing. And then like at the end of the movie, it turns out that the couple had found each other and gotten married and they were actually the owners of the cafe that Maddie the reporter had been going to for like years and years. Wow. I know. Christmas. Which is so statistically unlikely and stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and also the naval officer that she like falls for is the worst. Like respectfully to this man, I'm sure he works very hard, but his face is so Botoxed oh. that he like could not act with his face. He had the same face the whole film. So concerning. You know, yeah, that's a that's a real thing. Yeah. People with a lot of work done have trouble making expressions. And yeah. also have trouble reading expressions because they've forgotten how to do it themselves. So true. Psychology fact of the day. Here's the thing, though. I have, like, empathy for it because here's my, like, random medical admission. I had therapeutic Botox on my face one time um, just because, like, I have some ongoing medical issues um, with the bones in my face. And so, like, one of the options they had for, like, chronic pain treatment was you can get like a little bit of Botox injected and it will like help relax the muscle and keep it relaxed, mm. if you will. But the second time I had it done, it was done incorrectly. Oh no. And so my like forehead and my cheeks, I like could not smile normally for like four months afterwards. Man. And it was the worst. Like I mean at least it went away. Yeah, it, and that's the nice thing about Botox is it it does eventually wear off, which I'm very grateful for. But yeah, I just like, I'm so surprised by people that like willingly get 
Botox done in large amounts on their face because it is just so unpleasant to not be able to move move your face the way you're used to moving it. Man, beauty standards. I know. So stupid. Ruining people's faces one Botox at a time. Mm -hmm. But you have a great face. Thank you. Thank you. It may hate you on the inside, but it's great on the outside. So true. How many more (laughs) synopses do you have? Just two. Okay. I don't have any more, so go for it. Got to pick one. Let's see. Uh, Okay. This one is called Santa's Shelves. A depressed librarian runs the gloomy library of Holly, Indiana. But when a new patron introduces her to a mysterious book, the two go on an adventure that leads her to love and the joy of Christmas. That's got to be real. It's so terrible. It's fake. No way! (laughs) A depressed librarian. Are you projecting here, Kiri? No. Incredible. But I was thinking like, or, or actually, I was thinking, like, there's got to be a pun in here somewhere. Like, elves, shelves, library. Fair. All right, last one. You ready? Yeah. Christmas Incorporated. Jeez Louise. Riley lands herself a new job via a case of mistaken identity, and her first assignment is to accompany her new boss on a trip to save a failing toy factory. That's got to be real. It is. <laughs> Incredible. Have you seen it? No. Did you just pull all of these off the internet? The yeah. The ones? Yeah. That's so funny. Oh, man. And I, I pulled the other three out of my butt. Fair. So. Okay, so here's here's the real question. So we've talked about bad movies. What are, like, some good Christmas movies that you like to watch every year? Um, I, hmm. Yeah, I've been thinking about this because I just, I don't know, this year just hasn't really felt quite as Christmassy as, as years past. So I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know. But, uh, I don't know. My, my family isn't really a, a watch the same movie every year type of family. But we have watched It's a Wonderful Life a few times. Mm-hmm. We have watched The Star of Christmas, Veggie Tales a few Incredible. times. Incredible. That one's a that, classic. It is. It's like actually. It is so good. Like it's kind of intense. It really is. Yeah. I remember watching it when I was like very small. And being freaked out. Yeah. Yeah, me too. The scene where they're uh, zooming through the city. <laughs> it's so stressful. Yeah. They, they drive through a donut shop, like literally drive through it mm-hmm. and- Bob has donuts, donuts over his, on his eyes. eyes. Yeah, that freaked me out. I guess, I, have I talked about this before? I think I have. <laughs> no, I just have seen this film so many times that like, I think you and I had a very similar childhood experience yes. with it. Yeah, and the, uh, the the theater burns down. Yeah, spoilers, by the way. Terrible. Yeah, I, I also Tragic. remember watching that movie after having gone to college and, and been through a psychology program. Bob's character definitely has borderline. It's just, it's it's just the back and forth between wow you're amazing this is all going to be great and like oh this is terrible just, you you people are all working against me Blah. I was like oh my but it's a there's like some real stakes in that movie it's crazy yeah for real uh, I I am not quite done with Hallmark movies yet though because I found on a blog. I, An- Angelella editorial blog. I don't know who that is, but uh, it's a Christmas Hallmark movie, Mad Libs. Oh yes. So uh, let's let's go through this. So Rachel, I haven't read this yet, but I'll, I'll let you pick all the words. So incredible. Name of a high-powered career. Lawyer. Lawyer. All right, because it's spelled lawyer. Uh, a basic white girl name. Rachel. Uh, okay. And 
Name of life goal unfairly equated with feminine success. Like motherhood or something? Okay. Uh, type of relative. Great aunt's cousin. Okay. The last thing you ate. Yogurt covered pretzels. Ooh. Yo yo yogurt. <laughs> covered pretzels. That's a good Christmas snack. It really is. They were in the shape of stars too. Oh yes, the star of Christmas. It's a yogurt covered mm-hmm. pretzel. For real. <laughs> Not a turtle. Article of clothing you are wearing. Like currently? Mm-hmm. Leggings. Okay. <laughs> last thing you that 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 wasn't a judgmental. Okay, that was okay. Next one. Uh last thing you spent money on but didn't want to. That I didn't want to? Yeah. Property taxes. <laughs> <laughs> uh that is an adult answer. For real. The most embarrassing song you loved from your youth. I, hang on. <laughs> I'm going to pull it up. I have a playlist called... Um, embarrassing songs from my youth. 2016 bops. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to pull the most obnoxious one off of this. Most embarrassing song I loved. There are some funny ones on this. Um, I'm assuming oh. it's One Direction. Problem by Ariana Grande. Oh. And Iggy Azalea. I got one less, one less problem. What'd you think of the Pentatonix version? I thought it was a banger. Oh, yeah. I liked the Pentatonix version. It's so much better. They always have a way of making things much more, like... Singable. Enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Much more musical. A common pizza topping. Sardines. Oh. Is it that common, though? (laughs) I would never, but I just think it's funny. A <laughs> uh, product that is frequently purchased in bulk. Tampons. Okay. <laughs> Tampons. There we go. All right. Uh, name of a children's TV personality from late 20th century. From the late 20th century? Um, I wasn't alive then. What about Steve from Blue's Clues? That's exactly who I was thinking. Steve from... Blues, clues. Okay. Uh, name of an attractive celebrity. Pete Davidson. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say Jeremy Renner. That's some, some controversy. Mm. Holiday activity involving snow. Making a snowman. Snowman. A holiday activity involving a loud, joyful family. Dutch Blitz tournament. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my family does the holidays. Not the not a Mario Kart tournament? I mean that too. Weather pattern. Cold front. Some far off land. Uh Tunisia. <laughs> Name of men's cologne. Oh gosh, I don't even know. Something stupid like Tree Farts. Se- <laughs> secret gray. <laughs> okay. Secret gray. Whatever that is. Um, a number. Fourteen. Alright, another number. Seven point three. Okay. A domesticated animal. Fish. Yet another number. 1.337. All right. A wild animal. Zebra. This is fun. We're almost through this. Uh, An activity that elderly women enjoy. Bingo! Favorite dessert. Somebody just heard you yell bingo. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Favorite dessert. Ooh, man. Christmas cookies. Christmas cookies there we go favorite beverage coffee another type of relative 
uncle's grandmother. <laughs> I guess that would be your great grandmother, but well, I guess it depends on the situation. Exactly. Type of room. Sunroom. Type of holiday ornament. Uh. Gnome. Sure. <laughs> Adjective. Oh God. Um. Spicy or crunk? Which do you want? <laughs> Oh, good options. Let's go crunk, obviously. Crunk, okay. Name of item commonly found in a pantry. Um, Black beans. So true. Uh, Movie theater concession food. Um, Mike and Ike's. Mike and Ike's. Okay, Uh, last warm beverage you consumed. Coffee. Yeah, okay, and this is the last one. Okay, here we go. I'm so excited. Go. All right. Big city lawyer Rachel is about to get the biggest promotion and raise of her life. Heck yeah. But when it comes to motherhood, she's cash poor. (laughs) (gasps) Until she gets (laughs) until she gets a call from her great aunt's cousin (laughs) who pleads with her to come back to her hometown of yogurt covered pretzels. Oh my god! Yogurt covered pretzels falls. It seems the leggings festival. Oh my gosh! Is in danger of property taxes. So true. <laughs> yeah, the the leggings festival. We got to save the lo- the leggings festival. Okay. Uh, she immediately cues up problem by Ariana Grande. So true. On her Spotify and comes up with a plan to save the leggings festival. All she needs is sardines, some tampons. <laughs> And to enlist the help of Steve from Blue's Clues. <laughs> so all she needs sardines, tampons, and Steve from Blue's Clues. Okay. But when she reaches out to Steve, she realizes his assistant is her childhood f- best friend who looks like Pete Davidson. Oh, gee. <laughs> and who still remembers their holiday tradition of baking enormous gingerbread houses. Aw. Pete Davidson makes a deal. They'll get Steve, whom they work for, to help save the festival. But first, our heroine needs to spend a holiday with them doing all their favorite things. Uh, building snowmen, Dutch Bliss Tournament, and of course, the Gingerbread Championship. They travel back to their hometown and await the arrival of Steve. But disaster strikes when a huge cold front grounds Steve while he was working in Tunisia. Now, Pete Davidson and Rachel must figure out a way to save the festival on their own. I'm dead. But there's no way they can do it alone. They need the whole town's help to make it a success. Gotta save the leggings festival! All the yogurt-covered pretzel folians. Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, Rachel's ex-boyfriend, Secret Grey, <laughs> is now the town's mayor, and he's a huge fan of Kafka and Kafkaesque bureaucracy. What in the world is going on? <laughs> He stipulates that for the leggings festival to go forward, Rachel and her attractive assistant must first get 14 townspeople's signatures, as well as gather 7.3 fish (laughs) and 1.337 zebras. Oh my gosh. And make them play bingo. This is incredible. That would definitely draw a crowd. For real. Rachel and Pete Davidson make a whirlwind procession through the town, gathering signatures, stopping at the Christmas cookies shop, the coffee shop, and a bookstore run by Pete Davidson's quirky uncle's grandmother. (laughs) (laughs) While at the bookstore, 
Rachel and Pete Davidson get trapped in a sunroom alone. Oh. They look up and see a gnome over their heads. <laughs> they share a crunk kiss. <laughs> <laughs> What's a crunk kiss? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I want to know. Me neither. <laughs> that sounds unholy. What if we kissed under the gnome in the sunroom? <laughs> How crunk of us. <laughs> <laughs> the plucky pair realize they were made for bigger and better things. They decide they don't need their jobs in law or a pseudo-celebrity assistanthood. So they deliver the fish and the zebras who are playing bingo. But then they ditch Steve and S Secret Grey, leaving the festival and the townspeople behind. Because who needs Kafka after you've graduated college and found romance anyway? The pair move to a cottage at the top of Mount Black Beans, <laughs> where they share a passionate kiss every time they walk by their gnome. Ew. Oh, gosh. And live off Mike and Ike's and coffee for the rest of their days. I would. And, well, until Christmas the next, when uh, Secret Grey shows up to declare his love for Pete Davidson. <gasps> So that's the, the, yep, that's it. That's it? <laughs> that's the end? Yep. Wow. We saved the leggings festival. Well, actually, I guess they ditched the leggings festival. Apparently. But man, that's a Wow. That was crunk. The crunk indeed. <laughs> Holy cow. Well, I think we should both quit our jobs and become Hallmark movie producers. Yes, we should. I, I think we would do an exceptional job. <laughs> I completely agree. Hallmark is not ready for us. Yeah, all we need to do is make a Mad Libs and just fill in the blanks and then work from there. For real. Just pitch it and they'll be like, yes. What what, what was it? Like a, a, a depressed librarian mm -hmm. uncovers a book. that's Because well, that's that's in line with that Cruise one. It is, yeah. There's a, a mystery, yeah. A little mysterious, but also romance and also Christmas. Yes, yes, yes. Man. So what 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 good Christmas movies do you enjoy? I would have to say all of the Grinch movies. Like there, are, there are multiple versions. Oh yeah, we've discussed and this. I yeah, and I am of the opinion that <sighs> all of them are enjoyable for one reason or another. But moving past that swiftly, I am a huge fan of White Christmas. It is one of my favorite movies of all time. I watch it at least once every year. It's so good. Honestly, I don't think I've seen it. It's a it's a movie musical. Yeah, I know from, it's like. A classic. Yeah. Like mid 20th century starring Bing Crosby. Yeah. It is it's just beautiful. Like the music, the singing, the dancing is incredible. Like not not cheesy at all, honestly. Okay. And like the storyline of the movie is really fun and unique. I don't know. It just like leaves you in a good mood. It's very wholesome. Oh, you know what my other favorite Christmas movie is? This one came out last year. It's the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. I haven't seen it, actually. Not the original Star Wars Holiday Special. The Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. It's so fun. It's I'll have, like, to, take a, I'll have to take a look this year. Yeah, it's 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 great. I did finish Andor. It incorporates all the characters. Oh, yes, 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 yes. What do you... Well, yes. we're running I out think of time. Let's, what do you I was going to say, let's save Andor for our next episode so we give people more time to finish it and get through the holidays. But yes, I have many opinions on Andor that I'm very excited to unpack in our next episode. Okay, good. I've, I've been recommending it to people and people have been like, nice. Yes. So 
Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Well, shall we conclude? Yes, we shall. Thanks for listening to this crunk episode. Yes. Christmas Christmas crunk. That would be yeah. our, our Hallmark movie. Crunkmas. Crunkmas. Yeah. Here in a yogurt-covered pretzel falls, we are very grateful that you are tuning in to listen to us during what I'm sure is a busy holiday season. Um, but if you're looking for entertainment while you're potentially traveling for the holidays, we have a full catalog of episodes that you can take a listen to on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Anchor even. We are many places now, and while you're there, be sure to smash that follow button so that you can tune in every time we release a new episode. And on some platforms, you can also leave a comment or a review, so feel free to let us know what you think. Yeah. What your what your favorite Hallmark movie or Christmas movie is, or your favorite Hallmark movie, that's fine too, I guess. True that. Yeah, and by the way, this is chronologically our 100th episode. Wow. This is the 100th thing that we have recorded and slapped on the internet. Well, whoop-de-doo. <laughs> I guess it's fitting that it's a special holiday episode. Yes, it is. Amazing. Uh, we also have a TikTok at post-production pod, and uh, we have Instagrams. I'm at Kiri underscore Jones, K-Y-R-I underscore Jones, and Rachel is at Rachel Rachel H&H. Yep, that's me. Yep. Yeah, so with all that said, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and all the things. We hope you have hopefully a great break, um, some good time off to spend with family or friends or the special people in your lives, and we will see you in the new year. Yeah, and listen to some Pentatonics. They have a new album every single freaking year. Heck yeah. That, that'll last you forever. Probably through the entire holiday season. Yep. Incredible. Uh, with that, this has been the post-production podcast. We did it. Amazing. Well, okay. although I think I said too many laws. Goodbye. All right. Yes. Goodbye.